If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. <laughs> You're looking real cool over there. Hey, DJ V1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you doing, nah, your, nah, you doing your breathing routines again? Uh, nah. <laughs> you was doing your breathing routines. <laughs> nah, I'm waking myself up. Let's do it, man. You have a special guy here today. You smoking too much of that, um, uh, yeah, that, that big, that yeah, big that, leave that, OG. I ain't gonna hold you. Got me. It got me. You smoked it with grabber? You disrespected my weed with grabber? I ain't disrespected. I enhanced it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <clears throat> if you've been smoking rock or under a rock, you now tuned in to the personal party podcast. Cheer. I wish I could mute you in real life. <laughs> I wish I could mute you. It's not going to happen, I buddy. Could start muting your mic when you do that. Why would you do that? Because I hate that ad lib. It bothers me. All right, so whenever you turn the mic on, that's when I'm going to say it. Because I got to talk. It's very rarely I shut you up. That that was that was cool for me right there. All right, cool. We got a special guest here. We got a beyond special guest. It's one of my friends. You know what I mean? Um, a part of one of the illest, greatest tag teams <clears throat> of our time. Um, fourteen time, well, one half of the fourteen time tag champs. I want to I want to run this down. Tell me if I'm missing something. PWR Tag Team Champion, one time. Russell Pro, Tag Champ, one time. Warriors of Wrestling, Tag Champ, one time. Two times. Two, oh, two, pardon self, two times. Um, World Wrestling League, Tag Team Champion. Combat Zone, Tag Team Champion. House of Glory, three-time Tag Team Champion. Damn. Impact. How many times you want to impact? Four times. God damn. Four time impact tag champ. Um, one time uh GFW tag champ. Yep. One time JCW. Yep. Tag champ. Yep. So all around we got 14 titles right here. Oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get let, let me get my air horns. Let me get let me get my air horns right Talk about credentials. Let me let me let me get. Right to me. Gotta let another one of them shits go. Shit. You know what I mean? We got my motherfucking brother. Oh, also a part of the hottest faction in pro wrestling today, the Inner Circle. Mm. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ortiz. Shout out to Big Jack. Shout out to Jericho. Shout out to Sammy. Big homie. We got my motherfucking brother Santana in the motherfucking yeah. building. Today. Yeah. You know what I mean? What up, what up? I see you on TV every Wednesday, now Friday, because of the playoffs. Yep. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) 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 Well, damn, since you put it that way, first of all, thank you, you know, for for even inviting me here and and blessing me with, you know, with all this and and just uh, the hospitality and just everything, bro. Is the most contact high I've gotten since middle school, bro. (laughs) Without actually smoking a blunt, you know what I mean? Just saying. But, uh, man, it's it's been a journey. It's been quite a journey the past 18 months, man. It's been wild. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. (coughs) For one, I'm shocked to even catch you in a week because you're always on fucking TV. So I'm like, damn. When I got the text, she was here. I had to rally up the guys immediately. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Santana's here. Make sure everybody pull up. We got another episode to knock out because very seldomly I have my brother 
in the city, even though you're born and raised in New York yes, City. Sir. NYC, I mean, baby. NYC and this motherfucker yes, strong. You know what I mean? I'm talking about um, <clears throat> behind Manhattan Center. Damn. 100%. You feel me? 116. 116. 2KW. 2KW. <laughs> you day. feel me? I was yes, watching sir. y'all on public access. Damn right. Yeah, Real spill. Real spill. Like, yo, crazy. what the fuck? Because you know, like, I love wrestling, and you know that. Yep. I'm, at, I'm at all the events, yep. and, and you know, like, I love the art. Yes, and sir. back then, you know, when I was younger, everybody, I feel like, in this room wrestled. We mm-hmm. all made cardboard titles. We yep. all fucking was trying to get to it somehow, some way. We was a part of the NWO or yep. Hall, yep. DX or Four Horsemen or whatever or it was. Suplex the everybody, everybody <laughs> had their own their their own crew in, in the schoolyard. And right, shit. right. Everybody 100%. had their, right. So seeing y'all do that where it was uh, organized, yeah, right, without a ring, but it was still a, a telling story. Yeah, man. And for you to and to see you today, a fucking fourteen time tag and, and running <laughs> because it's crazy. not over. Oh, I'm just no. I'm just waiting for you to get the AEW tag. It's just a matter of time before yeah. y'all take it from the Bucks. Hey, shout man. out to the Bucks. Yo, I love the Bucks, but shout out to them. But it's only a matter of time before well, we y'all take it, it from over the here, Bucks. Baby. You know what I mean? But bro, like, how did you get into this? Oh man, I mean. Honestly, we we're gonna have to go back to the to the beginning, bro. Um, you know, born and raised Lower East Side. You know what I mean. Shout out L-E-S. LES, um, A Street Avenue D. Um, you know, <laughs> um man, and and I remember, uh, God bless my grandparents, man, because they were the ones that really sparked this whole dream. My grandmother was the one that, you know, took me every weekend to KB Toys and Toys R Us toy hunting and and. Bro, copping all the Hasbro's and the bone crunches and bro, it was just, you know, that's honestly like the whole action figure thing is what really sparked this whole thing. And I remember my grandfather coming home from work on a Friday. I was maybe like four or five years old. And it's crazy. I I still remember this. And it was, he brought me my very first uh, Hasbro Undertaker figure. Yeah, man. And uh, that was the first figure I ever had in my life. And uh, it's crazy. I still got that figure. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I think it's worth a little something too. It might be. It's worth a little something. Good condition? Oh, it's 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 out of the packaging because I got it. But you still got it. But I got it. Yeah. It's still. The funny shit is, I got like fucking over 300 fucking Hasbro figures. Those are my favorite model yes. action figures. And my dad used to take me to KB toy stores and mm-hmm. like the random mom and pop toy yep. stores because yep. back in the days, that's where we got the toys from. 100%. I used to go there every Saturday and collect. Like I had doubles. Yeah. Of, and especially the big rubber figures that just don't Hell move. yeah, the LJMs. Yeah, them shits just started to turn into yeah. a fucking weapon after <laughs> Yo, a while. Legit. Either a weapon or a dog toy, bro. Either one. They a both dog work. Toy. They both work. They bro. both work. Right. So you know, this podcast um <clears throat> is beyond hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I built this platform to talk to my friends in all genres. Um and not only just to, to give flowers, but to give game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of what we do is insightful, yep. and it all co- it all correlates yes. to each other. Yes. Right? So, you know, from the beginning, from getting into it, when did you go, when did you go pro? Like, when did you get your first shot? So, uh, so I started training the end of 07, going into 08. And I met this dude while I was still in high school, and he, uh, I, we were at, we had gym class together, and I noticed that um, he had, um, he had a duffel bag, and he was pulling his gym clothes, and I noticed wrestling shoes and kick pads, and he had like wrestling gear in his bag, so. You know, I was like, yeah, I don't mean to be nosy and in your bag, my my dude, but uh, what you know, you you a wrestler? You right? And he was like, yeah, I actually train at this place in in uh in Arthur Kill Road. I was living in Staten Island at the time, hmm. and uh, I w- when he said that, I was like, hold up, there's a there's a fucking wrestling school in Staten Island, and uh, he was like, yeah, if you want, I'll take you, and I was like, say no more, let's go. Hmm. And uh, maybe two days later, it was the weekend, he took me, I met the trainer, his name was Magic, Andrew Morgan, he's still uh, he, he's still one of the OGs from, from old school New York independence and shit, he's still rocking and rolling, and uh, he was the first dude I met, 
And, uh, you know, I've told him I was passionate about it. I, I told him, you know, I did backyard wrestling and shit. And, and, you know, it was something that I wanted to do. And, um, again, I was still in, in high school at the time. And uh, I was like, what? how can I sign up? How can I start training? And um, he was just like, uh, here's the deal. I, I know you're still in school. Um, if you want me to train you, I want you to bring me a diploma. Mm. And that. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. That's something I, I'm still to this day I will forever cherish and, and I'm forever grateful for that because I know for a fact if I would have started <laughs> wrestling school while I was in school, there was absolutely no way that I was, you know. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. And um, yeah, and he, he was like, I'll train you, just bring me your diploma and we'll get to business and um, say no more. I went to school <laughs> and I finally, I was like, all right, I have something to, to, to look forward to now. I have son, you know, because honestly, like at that time, my state of mind wasn't really going to college. I didn't really have a plan. I, I was just like, I'll, I'll figure it out. You Freelancing. Know I mean? Yeah, it. I'll wing it and see right. what's good. And then finally, I was like, oh, shit, I have this thing that I can now, you know, focus on and, and get into. And I finished the last uh, few months of school, man, and. I did exactly what he said. Mm. I didn't go to graduation. I didn't go to prom. I didn't, which I still get heat for from my family. <laughs> you know, no and I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah. That's all y'all wanted was the pictures and no shit. No pictures. Yeah, y'all want to pay $500 for that package of pictures and shit. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, but now, you know, I, anyways, I, I went, I went to him. No, no graduation, no prom. And I was like, here you go, sir. And mm. I gave him my diploma. And, off to the races and that was uh the beginning of 2008 and now with my family bitches i showed them my action figure and i'm like right you're right, welcome look, right. <laughs> speaking of which you know what i mean it's, it's i only it's got wild. a couple cool friends that got action figures it's wild you know what i mean look this is how does that feel that's i'm still it speaking of which i must have i must have gotten maybe like two months ago and I'm still in that moment, bro. I feel you, bro. Oh, I'm you still, already know I'm I still gotta, taking that in. You gotta fucking. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even, you know, I usually, I got all my shit on display. You see, I got my man Y2J right here. I usually, yes, but I'm like, I gotta, I can't even take that out the packaging. I gotta let my brother sign that one and I'm gonna get another one. I'm gonna get the UN Ortiz joint. I'm gonna get two Ortiz joints because when I run into him, he gotta sign one. And then I'm gonna put them joints on the mantle. It's gonna be the inner circle versus the NWO versus, versus the club. You know what I mean? You gotta I, play I, got, it I got the whole setup ready. <laughs> I got the whole, got got the whole setup ready. You got yeah, Rome, 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 a thousand words always got the good markers. He, he, he got, got he got everything. all the good portraits. He doesn't, he doesn't. He, he got me right. See now, you know, I I learned that you was doing the the two K wrestling later in life, right? Yeah. But I got on to you when you guys got into TNA. Yeah. Now, before like before I even asked that, when did you meet Ortiz? Was, was I he, met him at 2 Oh, my God. Yep. I met him. I was 13 years old. That's crazy. Damn, you yeah. since 13? Yeah. That's crazy. We started wrestling in behind my hands. That's together. your brother. Pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah. I used to battle in front of Manhattan Center. Crazy. Like, my... Two of my best friends, Nemlo mm -hmm. and Steve-O, mm -hmm. and a girl that I was dealing with at the time, all went to Manhattan Center. And I went to Brandeis. I had, okay. no, biz I had no reason to go to Manhattan Center other than them. And yes. I was probably in Manhattan Center more than I was in Brandeis. Just by going over there to just battle and just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. be around. So the fact that you was wrestling in the back. And I was battling in the front. It's wild. This was destiny. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. There's no other way to put it, bro. There's absolutely no this other way to put it. This was destiny. I don't even Hell like. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. When just the, I never thought about it until now. Like, what the fuck? Santana was in the back 
scrapping, and I'm in the front rapping. Scrap. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, what the fuck? I think I'm gonna name this episode Scrapping Rapping and Rapping. That's it. It comes as I go. But how did you guys get into Impact? Well, get into TNA at the time. So that was uh, another journey within itself. So we, um, I, uh, so I got trained and stuff like that. I started doing little shows here and there. And then I had to uh, take a little trip to Puerto Rico and get away from the city for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I spent some time out there. And then, you know, I came back once once everything was chill. And I came back and I I, I was, you know, I, I didn't have a dollar to my name, bro. I didn't, nothing. Like, I came back. I had no direction. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I, no plan at all. What year was that? The, uh, maybe 2010. 2010, 2011, maybe. maybe, Yeah. Like 10, 11. Yeah, around there. Mm -hmm. And I came back and randomly I I was like, hey, there's a show going on. Let me go check out this show and and see what's good. And then I ended up running into Ortiz after not seeing him for a few years at that show. And we, you know, we connected right away. We were like, holy shit, it's been a while. And fucking we're talking. We hit it off. And um, at the time he was working at, at Borders Bookstore. Wow, and uh, I, you know, we we hit it off, and I told him I was like, "Hey, I just got back. I'm looking for a job. If you you know of any places, or whatever." And he was like, "Yo, my job is actually hiring. I'll I'll put you in contact and get your resume together, and I'll see what I could do." I was like, "Say no more," you know, and uh, I did exactly that. I hit him up, and uh, he got me a job. At Borders so Bookstore. both was working at Borders so Bookstore. We were both uh, working security so, right. in front that of Borders Bookstore. Fucking, that's hilarious. Yo, from the bookstore to the big league. That's crazy. I know you got some stories. That's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> bro, there was, we, we called them the regulars, bro. Damn. But yeah, man, we, we started working together at Borders and, and, um, you know, that's all we did was talk about wrestling. During during the break time, we, we would go to the break room. There was a DVD player and a TV. Hmm. And we would pop in old Ring of Honor DVDs and fucking Fire. just watch wrestling. You know, old hmm. Japanese shit. And uh, that's all we did. So everybody knew during our break time, that's what we were doing in there. So, right, right, you know. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't know where. He, he had told me about, uh, it's, it's crazy how shit goes full circle. He had told me, yo, I just read uh, Chris Jericho's new book, um, you know, A Lion's Tale. And I was like, oh, shit. Let me let me check it out. You sh-. He was like, you should read it. Whatever. I read it, bro. And I read it in maybe like two, three days. And I came back to work, bro. And I was like, yo, this is the blueprint. Mm. This is mm. this is the the uh, if you want to make it, this is it. It's it's right in this book. That was the moment you felt it? That was the moment that we decided, yo, let's be a tag team. Mm. Or T sound like the plug. Let's change it. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the like, job. Yeah, or T sound like the plug. But uh, yeah, man. And, and we we were like, yo, all right, let's, you know, let's see what we do. And, and then uh, I started training in the Bronx at Hunts Point. And there was a ring there. And I started training with a few people. And... Um, I ran into this old school tag team named All Money Is Legal, and they were mm. they were you know pretty big on the indies back in the day, and uh, I started training with them, and they took a liking to me, and I was like, and they asked me, "Yo, do you know someone you could tag with so we could have a match?" And I was like, "Absolutely, I do, actually." <laughs> and I remember uh, they were like, "Yo, let's do it this date. There's a show going on. We'll book, you know, we'll we'll have a tag match." And I remember I called Ortiz that night. And he did not pick up his phone. Oh, my God. And I was tight. (laughs) I must have called him, bro, no lie, like 20 times, Oh, my God. And then I call... Who was it that I called after? I I called one of our other boys, and I was like, bro, do you believe this motherfucker right now, bro? Do you believe this dude is is just leaving me flat right now, bro? Where we got an opportunity to do something legit. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, all right, all right, let me try to call him. He calls him, and supposedly Ortiz tells me that our other boy ended up cursing him out OD and fucking like, yo, call him so we can, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. get shit popping. And uh, 
he called me back, and the rest is history. We had that wow. match, and that well, was shout it. out to Homeboy for calling him. Word. Shout yeah. out to Homeboy for making the call. Yo, shout Facts. out to F&B, bro. Facts. So, is that when y'all got to TNA? No, no. So TNA? that was when we started grinding on the indies, mm. and we would just we started our we started training with the SATs in Brooklyn, and then um, after that we started bouncing around all over the East Coast. We try to CZW. get CZW. Yeah, CZW. We went to Beyond Wrestling. That's mm-hmm. where we really like really broke out and had like top notch matches. At Who that else time. was in Beyond Wrestling at that time when you guys? Were uh, there? there was Chris Dickinson. There was Jaka. Uh, the Bucks were coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Steen was coming through a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there was a bunch of guys at that time in and out of that East Man. See, I feel like how. The blog era was my golden era. Mm-hmm. I feel like around that time, the indie. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Circuit was your guy's golden yep. era. Yep. Right? Because all the big stars came out of that mm-hmm. time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The tag teams, you guys, the Brian Danielsons, yep. Yep. the fucking, um, the Bucks, mm-hmm. the Kevin Steens, Kevin Owens for the guys that. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's a lot of my fans that, that are my fans, so they love wrestling. So, like how this guy loves porn. And he just, and he just, and he just <laughs> Bro, had his, he had his episode. He had his episode for love. And we're going to get into that too, because that's, that's his. Uh-oh. That's his forte. All right, but 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 right. but 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 wrestling is my shit. Like yeah. how I love rap, I love wrestling. Although I'm not in the business, I love to learn the business. I mm-hmm. love to know the history. And this interview for me is one of my favorite interviews already because not only do I get to talk to my friend, but I get to talk to my friend that's in the business yeah, yeah. currently and the first wrestler Absolutely. here, right? And the first wrestler the, on this the show, first? the first. The wow, first wrestler first. to Damn. be on the fucking show. That's so it's, it's already honored. history for it's me. Overdue. You Shit. know what I mean? It was overdue. So Thank I, you. Thank yeah. <laughs> right? <wrestler>. Right? <laughs> so, you know, coming up in that, in that, you know, that, so to speak, that golden era time mm-hmm. for you, like, how was it working in those indies? Like, how much time do you spend in one territory before you go to the next? Honestly, for us, it was, we constantly had to move i feel like the northeast at that time was such a bubble that if you stood in that bubble not a lot was going to happen for you so we understood like all right we'll make our rounds up and down the east coast but then we need to start moving out to the midwest we need to start going further down south we need to start so um we were like all right beyond wrestling and house of glory were the two places that were giving us bomb matches and they were you know highlighting us a lot and giving us a lot of opportunity but then we also started making our way out west and you know doing the pwg and doing the the aiw's and stuff like that and um but yeah ortiz and i just our whole mentality was we need to move everywhere mm-hmm. i want we wanted for fans to open those because back in the day like at that time um and even now still like pwi all the way in the back, they had the, they listed the indie guys and the indie shows or whatever that was going on. Then they listed, all right, who was on this show, this show, this show. So we were like, our goal is for fans to open those magazines and see our name in the West Coast, the East Coast, the Midwest, down South. Like, and that was our whole mentality. And then finally, it, it popped off when, when TNA gave us that, that call. And shit, that changed everything for us. See, that's how I got on to y'all. And I started to see y'all in ring style. And I just loved it because, for one, it's technical and it's high flying at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it was the new era of style, Mm -hmm. right? And being in in TNA, like TNA had their own style of wrestling outside of what WWE was doing and all the other guys, right? And what really legitimized it for me it's, it's seeing Conan with y'all. Oh, yeah. Right, because Conan comes from the NWO, from the LWO. He was that, that stamp. And he, he was, was that stamp. stamp. And it kind of felt like it gave me that vibe, but it was a spin to it because mm-hmm. he got y'all style of wrestling, but he's OG now. Yep. Right, and y'all manager. Yep. What was it like 
linking with the legend and soaking game from Conan? Bruh. Still to this day, probably the greatest, you know, one of the greatest moments of, of our career, you know what I mean? And I got to tell this story. So uh, when we first got the call, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> shout out to JB, Jeremy Borash. He, he was, at the time, he was one of the producers there. And uh, he emailed our our Ortiz and I, when we were on the Indies, we had a joint email. So promoters hit that email. We both pretty much saw what was going on. Right. And um, he had emailed us, but I at the time I was home. I had quit my my nine to five. I had uh, September 9th, two thousand sixteen was when I quit my nine to five, and I was mm. like, "This wrestling shit got to work." Like I told Ortiz, like I got a kid, I got bills, I got a wife, I got like this wrestling shit. If we're gonna do it. It has to work now. And uh, so, you know, we grinded for those six months from September to March when we got signed. Yo, we were fucking doing 12 shows a month, 13 shows, like just mm. killing ourselves. Bro. Crazy. Like, because one, I needed the money. And two, we, we needed to make noise. We needed to make as much noise as possible. And uh, so one day I was home. I was home alone with my daughter. She was still like really young um, and my girl was at work and uh, I'm literally in the middle of making lunch for my daughter and Ortiz calls me. He's like, yo, you need to check the email right now. And I'm like, bro, I ain't checking shit. I'm making lunch. That shit's going to have to wait. I'm on father time. Yeah, bro. I was like, that shit's going to have to wait. But uh, he was like, bro, we got an email from Jeremy Borash. And the name clicked mm. right away because I knew, you know, I knew right, who right. JB was. And I was like, stop your bullshit, man. Like, you know. And uh, he's like, no, I think it's for real. He left a number. He's mm. like, this is Jeremy Borash from so-and-so. Like, give him a call ASAP as soon as possible. And I was like, all right. But I got to finish lunch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right. Finish lunch. And hit him up. So I'm like, cause I was always the one that that did business. I was right, the only, right, right, I was right. always the one that uh, dealt with all the promoters and shit like that. So he was like, "Yo, do do your job." <laughs> you know? and I was like, "Fuck you, bro." But anyways, so so yeah, I um, I was like, "Shit!" I finished my daughter's lunch. I gave her lunch, and then uh, I went to my room, and I made that call, and sure enough, it was JB, and he was like, "Hey, are you free such and such date?" And I was like, I am now, uh, you know, and um, he was like, he, he kind of gave us, uh, uh, gave me a, like a small synopsis of a plan of what they had in mind. And I was like, at this point, bro, let's, let's get it. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's get to work. And he was like, okay, uh, you're going to get a call from a 619 area code. Hmm. And I was like, 619? You know who I thought of the right away. Man, I was like, stereo. what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, he's like, just pay attention to the phone and, and whatever. So I remember after that, con we had maybe a 20, 30 minute conversation. After I hung up, bro, I hugged my daughter so tight. And I fucking cried my like a little bitch, bro. I cried. Like, I, because it was, it was the first moment where i was like this opportunity could change everything if we put into work you know and i at the point i was you know uh and um just having that moment with my daughter alone and and she's like what the hell is your problem but, uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll see later yeah exactly right <laughs> yep but uh no so then um maybe like an hour or two later i sure enough i got a call 619 area code i pick up yo yo it's k-dog and I was like, my hair stand up now, bro. It's crazy. He was like, yeah, that's exactly what it, I was. And later on, I was like, yo, do you always respond as K-Dog on the phone? What's, what, what's the deal? But <laughs> <laughs> are you always, in, is, that your, is that your deal? I'm nah. K-Dog. Yeah. yeah that's, and uh, nah, man, and, and we spoke and he broke it all down to me. He was like, yo, this is the plan. Um, would you be interested? And... Um, yeah, and, and what, of course, we were like, absolutely, I, I was like, LAX, fucking, you know, I, all about it. Um, but what, what really, really did it to me and made me, like, 
really uh, solidify that that uh, what's the word that uh, that choice mm-hmm. was at the end of the conversation before he hung up. He goes, "Yo, um, just real quick, all I'll ever ask is for you to keep it real with me." Mm. And I was like, "You're dealing with two Puerto Rican kids from New York. That will never be an issue." Talk. Mm. And after that, the rest is history, the rest man. Is history. And why see, that's crazy. <laughs> see, like <clears throat> when you guys were in TNA, for one, like I said, y'all was a part of one of the illest factions. Yeah. Then you guys were putting on five star matches, winning titles. At some point, it was like, "What more can we do?" Right. So after you guys left TNA, that's when you guys went to HOG, or was it like no, we ROH were, after that? No, we were we were a House of Glory on the Indies before right. we got to to Impact. Before you guys got to Impact, yeah, was that? we but, we did, started. Did you guys at, go back after? Because I feel yeah, like yeah, went during, back while we were at Impact. We were still doing House of Glory shows, right? But we got to House of Glory in maybe 2014, 15. Mm. So very early on, like before mm. they even got to Amazon. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom at participating McDonald's. We were doing. Bro, when they were running shows in a in a gym in fucking in Jamaica, and uh, yeah, bro, like we we were there from like before they even started doing all those big shows. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to B. That's that's, yeah, that's ill. So right. So now you guys are a part of AEW. Yeah, one of the hottest fucking brands, organizations, territories. Hell yeah. Today. Hell yeah. I faithfully watch it every Wednesday mm-hmm. or Friday, whenever it comes on. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> obviously, you know, I think I was I was asking you this before you even got there. Like, I can't wait to see y'all in the Bucks. <laughs> like I like I gotta I gotta see that. And then you guys got there and now it's all these dream programs that's happening. Mm-hmm. Y'all in FTR. Mm-hmm. Like I popped when I saw Conan. Oh yeah, well, you that, know we had I, to. We, I was like, oh no, nah, that's that's <laughs> hell, that's nostalgia right there. Like, yep. like being shout out to Tony Khan for one. I 100%. love how I love how AEW was ran. Yep, I love that. I love coming to the shows. Mm-hmm. I love I love the energy that you guys give everybody. It's an A one organization. Yep. What is it like working for Tony Khan, man, in AEW? It's it's. Uh... Honestly, like when people like people throw around like family a lot. That's mm-hmm. a family, legit. Like um, I could tell, bro. When when my pops passed away, bro. Like I can't even tell you what they did for me and my family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just the support that they offered, and just like you know, um, I'll, I'm forever in debt to to Tony Khan, straight up. Like mm-hmm. he's a real dude, and and just. A genuine person, bro. Like even aside from the business and aside like you get to sit down and talk with him and, and just like get to know him. He's a dope dude. And that's not me just saying it because he's my boss or anything, but like legit, he's a, he's a dope dude. He knows his shit and he's hip to a lot of shit that's going on, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing ride, bro. I mean, crazy shit. You know, with the pandemic and and just everything that's happened, and it's just seeing how how the team just came together to keep the fucking the the wheels going, man. Through through all the adversity and all the bullshit, um, it's it's been a journey. It's it's awesome, and it's just getting started. It's just getting started. That's, that's what I was the, about to say. This, that's the crazy part. It just began. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's the crazy. And you know, like. For one, I, I can tell Tony is a cool guy just from watching his promos mm-hmm. that he cuts on fucking Impact all the time. <laughs> I love it. Him and Tony Schiavone. That shit is... Bro, I love watching it because it's so, it's so like... You can't tell if it's a work or a shoot yep. because he's just going... I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you said something earlier about reading Jericho's book. Yep. And that was the blueprint mm-hmm. to get into the game. Fast forward. You being in the game, getting into the game... Now you were part of his group. It's crazy. That's why I was like full. It's crazy full how full circle my life. Circle, been. Yeah. bro. 
what is it like now after reading the book mm-hmm. and now you're with the actual human that mm-hmm. wrote the book mm-hmm. what is it like being with the goat because I call him the goat <laughs> yeah. I, I love him That's, yeah. he's yeah, yeah. my favorite he wrestler because he's the king of reinvention yep I mean what is it like being with Y2K it's a never ending learning experience just being in his presence you know what I mean like you you learn more from watching him than you do from speaking wow. with him. And that's fucking insane. Mm. Like, and you know, us being from New York, we like to sit back and observe everything. Everything. And Have to. that's all me and Ortiz do. That's all we've ever done. So nothing changes, you know what I mean? And, and with him, it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't need to tell you. He doesn't need to say it. He's going to show you. And I feel like that's what's kept him going. You know, real leader. He's he's a straight up like he's a, a walking learning experience, bro. And um, you know, when you've when you've done the things that he's done, when you've performed at the level he's has for s- this long, you know what I mean? Like what more can you say about the dude? You know what I mean? Like he's 50 years old and still rocking it. Every I was saying this out there to one of the boys. I was like, "Yo, every time I see Chris Jericho bust out a lion saw, it's At crazy fifty years old, bro. <laughs> I'm like, 50. fuck this dude, yo. Because if I can't do that at fifty, I did something wrong, bro. Man. Straight up, bro. Man. And and I, my respect for him, my respect for him. And he's just a cool dude, and he, his his, I feel like his thing is that he knows that wrestling constantly evolves, right? He's not one of those those dudes that that like to keep it traditional and like to keep it, you know, hold it back and and not let it progress. Wrestling has to evolve. It always like has. That's what's kept it relevant. Just like anything, mm-hmm. right? But uh he like I feel like his ego has never uh like gotten in his way of asking or getting advice from the younger guys or seeing how shit works in different ways cuz bro when we first got there, and even mm-hmm. still to this day, he comes to us and asks us for advice. Wow. And I'm like, That's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If Chris Jericho was a rapper, who would he be? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. If Damn. Chris Jericho was a rapper, he Because he sounds like be... Lil Wayne. Mm. He's scared. He's not scared to evolve. You like, know what? He's, I don't know. That, that could be. I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. I was just thinking about that when you just mm. said that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because Lil Wayne won with cash money, and then he won mm-hmm. with young money. And then, you know, he he reinvented a lot. Went from the braids to the dreads. See, up there with the goats. Switched up his style. That could be a good one. I like yeah. that. I'm just, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one, thing, one thing with you and Ortiz that I love is your promos. Mm-hmm. Like you guys always add our culture into that. Absolutely. Like pop culture, like what the streets is saying. Yep. Like every time I see y'all, like even spray painting El Badio on the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it because real. it's like that's every York, time baby. I see y'all, yeah, yeah. I feel fucking New York. Yeah, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah, bro. what is the freedom like? It's amazing. Promos over there. It's amazing. Uh, you know, we get we get a lot of free reign over what we want to say and put together and stuff. You know, as long as it's you know nothing fucking outrageous. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for the most part, you know, we get a lot of free reign. And and Tony and Chris and a lot of the team they trust us to to come up with our our shit and and just be as as real and authentic as possible. And that's that's honestly what's been Ortiz and I's bread and butter. That like keeping it real. And uh, again, my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart. Someone, <laughs> I was gonna ask that. Yeah, someone, that, someone that kept he he was never a character. He was never a gimmick. What you saw was who he was he all really, the time. He really was the champion. Exactly. He, he really, really was, was the hitman. He, he really, really was man. the best there is. The Facts. best there was. No best smiling. there ever will Facts. be. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like he. Uh, he was, and that's why I was so drawn to him because I was never into like all the characters and the big, you know, personalities and shit. This dude, he always said I was the best professional wrestler. I'm, I'm the best. I'm better than anyone. You know what I mean? And when he spoke about his family, when he spoke about where he came from, when he spoke about where he trained, like 
that that's what made him him. And mm. like for for us, it was like this is who we are. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Like we want to make it to where wherever we're gonna make it, being us. Of course, we we uh, I like to say, and and of course, all the greats have saying it say, said it. Uh, it's ourselves turned up to fucking a hundred. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, honestly, like with me personally, like I I just channel the person who I used to be. Hmm. You know, because that that person I, I keep locked inside and and you know shit like that. So with those promos and and our matches is when I, I get to you know put the key in and unlock that shit a little bit. Right. And I'm thankful that I, I have an outlet that ain't gonna get me locked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm thankful for that. So um. But yeah, man, it's 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 a blessing. It's a blessing that we've been able to make it this far and and to this level, being. Two Puerto Rican kids from New York City, right? And right. that to me is everything. If if wrestling doesn't ever give me anything, it gave me that, mm. and it allowed me to be me. Mm. You know, that's that, hard. That's real. Yeah. That's that's what rap did for me. That's yeah. free in the same yeah. way. You yeah, know what I mean? Like <clears throat> smoke does on record, is smoke does off record. Yep. It's really not a big difference. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Outside the rap shit. Now, you know, LES, New York City. Now, I met you a couple years ago from one of my best friends that happens to be from Albadio. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Bodega Bams. Yes, sir. Yep. Family to the show. He was up here. You know what I mean? Um, your taste of rap is definitely... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Definitely up there mm-hmm. because you know about shit that mm-hmm. you're supposed to know about. I try to, and you rock like how you rock with the indies mm-hmm. in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You work with the indies in rap. Yep. You listen. Who are some of your people that you're listening to? Uh of course, Bams. Of course, yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Griselda's killing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like they, they, you know, they just, bro, they, uh, all you guys are like the NWO of this shit right now. You know what I mean? I say it straight up. Y'all the ones holding it down. Like y'all keep, Word. y'all are, are, uh, just that vibe and that aura of what hip hop used to be mm. lives through y'all. And to me, that's, if it wasn't f- for you guys, I'd still be listening to, and I still do. I listen to all '90s shit. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But right. honestly, like, y'all would I fuck with? <laughs> like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all are the ones keeping keeping the culture alive. Like the true essence of of the culture and, and lyricism and and just all that shit. So, um, I just honestly, I I've been so caught up with a bunch of shit. That I haven't really like delved into shit, but I listened to Cole's album recently. Cole's album is hard. That was that Shout was real out to hard. My brother J Cole. Yeah, man, that was that was really good shit. Um, but man, like, yo, this these Griselda dudes are not. Those are my brothers, man. Around, the niggas is yo. incredible. I always say, you know, what I mean, like they was a part of my inspiration. You know, what I mean, That's as crazy. far as like I came in on that style of rap. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and and when. I started to click on the internet. <clears throat> that style of rap wasn't favorable yeah, yeah. at the time. So for them to kick through the doors with that being the forefront of the style, yeah. you know what I mean? And me fucking with them niggas from 2015 before shit really, you know, mm-hmm. started to move mm-hmm. like that and seeing the progression of all three of them. Like, I can't choose which one I love the most yeah, as far man. as, you know what I mean? They all have like, something as, as, special. Period. Like, yeah, I love bro. all of them niggas yeah, the same. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it's, it's crazy, but... They bring that breath of fresh air, yeah, man. you know what I mean, to revitalize what's going on out here. So I, I love it as well. Because I'm a fan, too. As, no, as much as being an artist, absolutely. I'm a fan of artists yep. as well. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm a fan of all of them niggas. I listen to Benny fucking West and Con religiously. Yeah, man. So I, so I feel that. Like, you know, <clears throat> being fucking on TV and not having fans... Right. So <clears throat> before, because now the world is starting to reopen, mm-hmm. starting to be, you know, we're mm-hmm. starting to get jiggy again. Yeah. Hopefully, though, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we all, you know, I'm not, let me not go Yeah. Because I feel like every, every summer they'd be like, yeah, the world's back open. And then when it get cold, they'd be like, all right, it's closing. Yeah, it's over. Right. But 
now you know fans are starting to trickle back in, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming to the show on the 22nd of September. Cool. Hell yeah. In Arthur Ashe Stadium. Hell yeah. AEW. That's going to be insane, You know what bro. I mean? First time in New York City, I will be front row, me and West Side Gun, like oh, we man. always are. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But what was it like working in front of no crowd? It was, like I said, the hardest fucking year ever. Not just in my personal life, but professionally. I think it was it was the first time any of us had to. Uh, we all know the fans are just as much as a part of the show as the wrestlers are. You know what I mean? Uh, they they're the ones that we feed that we get that energy from. They're the ones that that add that extra oomph to to the shows. You know that if it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't be doing this shit. You know what I mean? Um, so being on TV and in front of those cameras, but knowing like, shit, man, like I got to try to muster up some energy from somewhere, you know? And, uh, what did it for me, honestly, was just every time we, we got in front of the camera, I just told myself, yo, there's a bunch of kids watching this shit. There's a bunch of people watching this shit that need an escape, that need some son to take their mind off of something that are going through some shit or are looking for something to look forward to or, 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 trying to draw from our energy you know what i mean and i i just channeled that and i would just always tell myself before walking out the curtain like yo there's a kid like i was sitting in his boxes watching this shit in front of his tv in his living room you know what i mean and i just told myself yo they deserve all my energy Hmm. you know what i mean Hmm. not just them but this this business this business has allowed me to give a, a fucking great life to my family bro Oh. I owe this shit everything. Hmm. Uh, forever. Hmm. Like, I... I <laughs> this shit saved my life, bro. I feel you, bro. I feel... I feel when, that. <laughs> my Hold nigga, song. I fucking... Hold song, I, my when nigga. When I say I feel that... I feel you, bro. I feel I'll that. you, bro. Yeah, man. Cause this should save my Real life too, cry, bro. You know what I mean. Real and, men and, cry. And condolences to you and your dad. Yeah. You know what I mean. You already know what's yeah, happening, so you already know how how, yeah. that, how that shit goes. Um, you know, the pandemic now coming hopefully to an end, mm-hmm. and us being able to travel again, and the forbidden door being <laughs> kicked open. Yeah. Right? I've been dying to see you guys in Japan. Oh, man. Dying that's, to see it. That's the only, the only, uh, I feel like the only country that we haven't touched yet of a part, like that are a part of the big wrestling territories and big, because re- we've done Germany, we've done the UK, we've done Puerto Rico, we've done the United the States, mm-hmm. we've done Canada, mm. we've done Mexico. Mm-hmm. All that's missing is Japan. The land same thing the like, sun. the same thing like, like Jericho, good luck, so. Same thing like Jericho. The fucking blueprint. He went to Germany, he went to the UK, so we followed that same path, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, Japan is the only place that, that has eluded us. Huh. But I, I don't think that's for for very long, so. Oh, yeah, I don't think so neither. <laughs> I don't think so neither. I'm dying for that. Yeah, man. Before... I see you over there waiting to get tagged in. I got nah, you. Nah, I got nah, you, nah, Ortiz. Nah, nah, I got nah, you, nah. Ortiz. Hold on. You got one question. Do you have five? I got one. Do you have five questions over there? Nah, you took my Because I was about to go shoot the five. Uh, can you shoot the five? I have, no, I can't shoot No, you don't even... Can, you, can, let me, can I ask this gentleman a question? Can I ask him a question? I shoot the one deep. We all want to be legends. Yeah. When it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered? Oof. What I do and what I represent, I feel like is much bigger than wrestling. Um, all I've ever wanted to do was do something that was going to help people. Mm. Something that was going to... Um, something that was going to be here past me. You know what I mean? Um, and, and realizing that pro wrestling has given me a platform to be able to help people and be able to do that. Um, my, I guess my lasting legacy, what I want to be remembered for isn't how many championships I won isn't where I worked isn't who I wrestled but who I inspired and who I touched and and uh you know if if I never you know 
make a million dollars if I never fucking, you know, main event a, a, a WrestleMania or whatever the case is, bro. If I inspired someone, if I if I gave a kid hope and say, yo, if that kid that looks like me was able to make it and able to make something of his life coming from where we come from, have struggled the same way we have, then I could make it. If if I could have people say that, that's all I want to be remembered for. So just Gangsta. to be just and also for being me and representing my culture. Gangsta. I got one more. I want to be the big punter wrestling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that because I was. You want to be you. the big punter wrestling, man? I want to be That's the it. big. That was my wrestling. next question. Go ahead. That was my next question. He gave it to me. What was so the you're question? A big pun. I want to be the because big I, I was. I asked you who who was Chris, Chris Jericho if yeah, it was yeah. a rapper. Who would you be? Big who, pun. Big pun. Yeah. Big pun went platinum and bought a house on fucking. White Plains Road. St. Lawrence. Right. I live St. Lawrence. Bro. I live the block. I know exactly Chilled what you're talking about. in front of Soundview Projects. Yes. Facts. With his fucking Parked truck. the moped yeah. that was in the video in front of the house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro. The essence, bro. The essence. That's, wow. that, like, he is, is who I fucking, who I pattern. I'm with you. know you. what I mean? I'm with you, Rich, too. <laughs> Rich with Big Punisher. Uh, big Punisher, uh, bro. Man, like, he, uh, he was, he was the... And NYC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm what I'm saying. Uh, NYC, being Puerto Rican, just... Man, like... Y'all been wrestled in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Been champions in Puerto Rico. Talking shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Come I'm on, asking man. that man a question, bro. Two times. I'm not. <laughs> 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 I gotta pull out the cards. You gotta pull out the cards. You got to. I'm, you a, got... I'm a humble dude. You already said the action figure. Yo, you got an action figure. So listen, I'm a humble dude, but sometimes I'll pull the card out, bro. You gotta pull the card out. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do, and I get and and I get a pass because I don't pull it out as often. You need so, to though. Yeah. Fuck I it. Do. People need to know. That's why I, I started do. it off. Well, hold on, my man. Went, he's a fourteen-time all around you, all around the globe, and like, just crazy. Yeah, like worldwide. I feel like I haven't even like went like that to the ceiling, bro. You haven't. I feel like I'm not even, bro. I'm thirty years old. Mm. I'm, bro. Just the plans and and just the 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 blue the blueprint that I've put together in my mind for myself. Man, it's scary, but exciting at the same it's time. It's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting because, you, know? you know, I'm not I'm not trying to shake shit up, guys. I'm just, I'm just, I got to give a disclaimer. You know what I mean? Shout out to Big E. I love Big E. That's my guy. Shout out to... um. Shout out to Austin. Shout yep. out, you know what I mean? Shout out, shout out to fucking um Kofi. Yeah. I would love to see Proud and Powerful against the New Day one. Man, day. that'd be dope. Because that's one thing that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm huge fans of them, all of them. I hope and pray that this forbidden door, <laughs> right? He putting it out there. At some point in time in life, right? I hope that forbidden door is the universal forbidden yeah. door. Yeah. And I think I think the only thing holding it back and the only uh, thing in the middle of that is ego. Mm. That's it. I think at the end of the day, in professional wrestling, that's been its biggest uh, uh, detriment. Right. Is ego. Because when you eliminate ego, everybody eats. Facts. You know? That's a big fact. He talking. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's a big fact. You know. Because I feel like at least... At this point in time in pro in pro wrestling, it's the closest it's ever been mm-hmm. to that happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we that far in the years away from it happening because I see AEW being around thirty years from now. Yep. Yep. And that's not just me just blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. It's why we and decided to go there because we saw we believe in the vision. I see it. Yeah, I see it. Like like I said with fans, like you see me there. I'm I'm mm-hmm. there. Like I I love it. Um, what is your Mount Rushmore of tag team mm. wrestlers? Mm. Tag teams. Because everybody asks Mount Rushmores yeah, yeah, of yeah. 
just wrestlers. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna know your Mount Rushmore tattoos. <sighs> You stumped him. Damn, I haven't I haven't thought about this in a long time. I'll put this out there right now, and I feel like Ortiz and I have always said it. Um, I think the best tag team in the world is the Briscoe Brothers. I'll, I'll say it straight <laughs> up. Uh, I love the Briscoe Brothers. I'm I'm, bro, I'm just waiting for it to happen. Just any any we re- we wrestled them in Germany. For for WXW, shout out to them. Uh, they made it happen. We had went over there for their uh, big tag tournament that they they do every year. We got to wrestle the Briscoes, but um, man, to to have been doing it as long as they have at the level that they have and have constantly like, bro, they constantly innovating, bro, constantly Killing like me. going hard. Those Killing dudes me. do not yeah. very intense, bro. They're not fucking around. <laughs> like, not, you know what I mean? Like, they are not fucking around. I'll be real. I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. When we wrestled them in Germany, and we were standing across the ring, I looked back at Ortiz, and I was like, yo, you got your boots on, bro? Yeah. Huh. Are they tied tight? Because we're going for a ride, bro. Wow. And wow. it was awesome. <coughs> Man, <coughs> I would love to see that again, yeah. actually. Oh, at this point, yeah, we were young at that time. We were, That was... Uh, I think 2017 when we wrestled them the mm. first time. So I could imagine even now. Briscoes. He only gave us one. He only gave us one. Nah, I know, but I was just about to say something. We need to see that again, so you know what that means. Word. I'm going to keep let you keep I'm going. with it. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so the Briscoes, that's one. Briscoe Bros. Um, Heart Foundation, of, of course. course. Uh Fucking British Bulldogs. Of course. Um, who else? For me, <laughs> um, Dr. Death and, Ooh, and, Terry, and Terry Gordon. Bro, Ooh. come on. <laughs> Miracle Violence Connection, man. Bro, for me, That's hard. they are not playing. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. hard. Yeah. That's hard. All right, so see, for me, I think my four... Might be the brain busters. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, shit, this is hard. Um, I'm gonna put the Heart Foundation in there because mm-hmm. you know I love the Heart Foundation, Steiner Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, and I think my last one. LAX. <laughs> Yo. Fuck you thought I was about to say <laughs> You thought I was about to say Come on man I got my brother in this motherfucker oh, Come shit. on o- Automatically y'all got a spot Come on man Yo, and, Don't and make me go over and, and hug the shit out of me <laughs> And that's not favoritism Yo. That's that's real life man Appreciate nah, it much love that's, that's real life Mark, That's okay. Vegas rolled the backwood today like two episodes You're ago. You're so proud of that. Two two episodes ago, he said he was on the fence. He's like, nah, nah, come on, I got the back ones. You know how Vegas do say. <laughs> I'm sure. But <I'm> sure. <laughs> come on, I'm smoking. Uh, I'm Vegas. I feel like Vegas don't know what countries it is. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas ready to go home. This episode hit him with the Skyhawk brother. I didn't know bro. what country I was in. You know what I mean? This episode is sponsored by the Smokers Club. You know what I mean? Every episode. Shout out to The Smokers Club at www.thesmokersclub.com for all your high fashion accessories, stoner um, trinkets, <laughs> t-shirts, all of that. And uh, if you're in California and you you know, you know shop at dispensaries, make sure you hit the cookie store. Um, cookie Melrose, Cookie Store, Melrose. Um, make sure you hit the uh, all the Empire stores. Make sure you hit the Marathon store, and I think we got a whole bunch of other stores. And make sure you go get the critters, go get the Job Stopper, go get the donuts. You know, what I mean, we complying white label, and we got the gas. And you know, what I mean, for the black market, you know, what I mean, I'm outside. I don't know where my bag is at. Hold on. <laughs> You get it going. Oh, nah, this is a different bag. Yeah, my bag. Oh, all right, all right. Up, huh? You know what I mean? That's the Thank most creative shit ever. Thank you, brother. You know what I mean? I got I got a bag for you with nothing in it. 
Wink. Big league, big league OG, big league OG. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Ask the Club. If you know, you know. Um, and that type of, that type of shit. Yeah, you know I mean, what's up with you? And nothing, man. Nothing. I'm good. You look like somebody I don't want to play with. Though. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't want to play with you, brother. What? You don't want to be a regular at the bookstore, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know, before before I let you go, you got a clothing line mm-hmm. you've been working on. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? You already know I'm gonna be in all of that shit. Right? <laughs> I appreciate it. But but what's up with that? Let's you know what I mean, let's what, 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 can can we talk about that a little Yeah, man. Pretty much uh it's it's been a little passion project I've been working on on the side, you know what I mean? I've always been into uh uh actually my pops is the one that got me into um collecting a lot of like graphic tees and shit like that. So um, you know, I, I've always been into I, I cop a shirt almost everywhere I go, you know what I mean? I, that's always been a thing for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I just want to put some flavor on, you know, old school New York culture and, and, you know, pretty much made in New York. And, yeah, man, like, it's 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 dope. Like, just so many ideas been flowing and so many things. Like, I got a really cool team together and, and everybody got the same mindset and the same vision and shit is really popping off pretty cool. It's been getting a lot of support, so it's it's pretty dope. But yeah, pretty much just a, a straight up old school New York feel, you know, mixing hip hop, maybe mix some wrestling and, you know, just do a lot of collabs and shit like that. But fire, yeah, fire, man. fire. When, so is it out? When is it dropping? Like So I uh, so we do uh, like very limited shit. We, we usually do pre-order stuff and it's up for seven days. After the seven days are up, pretty much like we try to keep it very limited. So uh, catch them if you can. Yeah, flash it. Yeah, flash yeah, it. yeah. Is it is it up right now? Can I can I get can so I? So we do we doing we doing our our second drop um dropping this Friday actually. So okay, perfect. It'll perfect. be dropping this Friday probably <coughs> at, at twelve o'clock noon, and uh, yeah, man. Where just, can we find it? Uh, on my Instagram perfect. at Santana underscore Proud, and also uh, at Born Nasty NYC on both Twitter and in Instagram. Um, but yeah, man, dropping Friday. We're doing our second drop. Uh, drop a few, uh, few items there, and then uh, keep growing, keep expanding, and and you know, yeah, just doing it up. <clears throat> Fire, so yeah, I'm not missing that drop on Friday. I'm Appreciate it. Everything in the two X. You really know. I'm not even. I, I was about to. You know, I could have pulled the. the, the brother. Yo, yo, what's up, bro? Man, send me a box. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm gonna do is, for one, for all my fans that's listening. Make sure you follow Santana right now um, on Instagram and Twitter. What's your Instagram handle again? Again, It's at Santana underscore proud. And on Twitter. Same thing. Same thing. Yes, sir. Follow my brother. Make sure y'all be in tune with everything that's going on. Cop that merch. Um, and I love you, brother. Love you, bro. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me and, and just always showing me love and hospitality. I came in here. Got a full plate of food. <laughs> like, yo, again, I've never been, I've never had so much contact high ever. Uh, it's been great. I got the munchies again. It's all good. So we got more food. So you good, man. You good. You good. But, uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for having me and, and like mass success to all this and everything you're doing. And bro, if there's any way that I can help promote or support in any way, bro, I'm always here. Bro, like you, this, you already do that you already. already. Did that. You, I, did. you do it, and you Man. did it even more by by coming and come fuck with me. You know what I mean? First wrestler, the first that's wrestler. Crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I, Especially I lo- have your passion for wrestling and just you being like one of the biggest you know supporters and fans that I know. Like, it's wild that I'm the first wrestler. Yeah. On there, you kicked yo. in the forbidden door, yo, of the personal party podcast for the Stop wrestlers. Stop playing. You kicked in the forbidden <laughs> door. So you know what yeah. I mean? So so now Hell all my yeah. other friends, Big E, Enzo, you know what I mean? I, I even got I got it's it's a few others, you know what I mean? I'm a t i am I gotta tap in Finn, you know what I mean? Come fuck with me. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? The, the doors is wide open. Hell yeah. But you know, I usually um I usually leave the pod after we, you know, finish an app with a gem. And today my gem is you miss every shot that you don't take. Boom. 
So go nuts. Pause. You know what I mean? So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully when I look at um, the box score right now, D. Mitch got like 35, <laughs> 7. Your new gambling addiction. And <laughs> <laughs> four threes. Yo, everybody got four threes. I hope he you hit know. four threes today. <laughs> I hope D. Mitch hit four threes today. You know what I mean? Because you miss every shot you don't take. So take all the shots. Always. What's that stupid shit you say? Mr. Curl for the girls, ways for the babes, and that's for the hood rat show, Broadway, personal party, Santana. Nigga, make, he remixed Damn. it today. He said, Mr. He usually say, well, curls for the girls, ways for the babes, naps for the hood rats, show Broadway hoes. <laughs> he knows. Personal party <laughs> podcast. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.